Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex coach and jade egg and tantric sex teacher. I work with luxury lovers, teaching them the art of better sacred sex by helping them remove all their blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection so they can step into their fullest potential and power as humans and alchemists in the 3D. If you'd like to learn how to release shame and guilt destroying your sex life so you can feel fully sexually liberated and free, you can access my How to Release Shame and Guilt training at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shame. This episode is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back, my luxury lovers. It's Tilly, and today we're talking about three steps to overcoming comparison and jealousy of other women. Oh, I had a big in my face moment around this the other day at the pool. I met my boyfriend about a year ago, a little over a year ago, and everything was kind of shut down. You know, nobody was really doing anything and nobody ever saw each other. (laughs) There wasn't a lot going on. Hardly anybody was out at the pool. And, you know, it's a year later and here we are and there's like all of this activity going on again, tons of people at the pool on every single weekend. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, right, people. Oh, (laughs) And I caught myself like looking at these women at the pool and being like, oh my God, she's so freaking pretty. Or wow, she looks really hot in that swimsuit. Or damn, look at her tattoos, knowing that my boyfriend loves tattoos and I don't have any. And I just totally caught myself going into comparison mode and getting slightly jealous of these women. And then I remembered, oh, right. This is all inner stuff. These women are just a reflection of something that I'm not letting myself have. I want to take you through the three steps that I took myself through in this moment that were in the moment that it happened. They went by really quickly, but that's because I've practiced this so many times and going inward and finding, okay, how am I creating this and taking ownership and responsibility for how I'm feeling in the moment. When you're first starting to do this work, it takes a little more practice before it becomes second nature, but eventually it will. Comparison and jealousy do not have to be a toxic or a negative experience. If you change your mindset about it, and if you go through these three steps, I'm going to share with you today about how to shift your relationship with comparing yourself to other women and feeling jealous of other women. The first step you want to take is to shift your mindset from comparison and jealousy being a negative thing to something that instead helps you clarify your desires. Many women don't even know what they want or desire, much less how to ask for it. When you are jealous or you compare yourself to someone else, that is because they are showing you something that you want that you feel that you don't have. And the thing that you feel that you don't have is an illusion because you live in a universe there where there is infinite possibilities to create anything you want in any moment in time. And if you don't have it, then that's just showing you, oh, 
that's something that I want to be able to create for myself. So when you compare and you're jealous, that's because you're aware that she has something that you too want, whatever it is you're wanting. And that you notice in that moment, instead of getting frustrated, pissed off, or, you know, making terrible comments about the person, uh, can you let yourself feel that spark of desire instead? Can you let yourself want it? And instead of going into that negative mindset, that negative frame of thinking like, oh, she's better than me and blah, blah, blah. Instead, can you just be like, huh? Okay. So this really good looking girl with all the tattoos that I know my boyfriend likes that I don't have, (laughs) how can I take ownership and responsibility here? What is this woman showing me that I want? She is showing me that I want to feel more beautifully adorned. How might I feel more beautifully adorned in the way that works for me? And when you work at home all of the time and you don't have to get dressed every day and sometimes you, you walk around in pajamas all day long, uh, you know, getting yourself dressed during the day and actually putting on jewelry and makeup is sometimes it doesn't happen very often and feeling adorned is like, okay, right. I want to feel more adorned by buying more beautiful jewelry that suits my essence and my nature and like really fits my expression. And I've, this is something I wanted to do for a long time, but it's hard to find an artist or, you know, pieces of adornment or jewelry that you, that really, really speak to you. I have a couple, but not nearly as many as I like. And so instead of me getting caught up in the story about, oh, my boyfriend likes women with tattoos and I don't have any and I'm not good enough, blah, blah, blah. And said it was like, oh, right. Okay. I need to go out and make that more of a priority to find pieces of jewelry and ways that I can adorn myself that make me feel freaking beautiful and luscious and gorgeous and sexy and hot. So do you see how this shift changes from a negative experience to an empowering and positive experience? That's because within comparison and jealousy, There is this seed of desire that if you fully let yourself go into it and feel it, then it doesn't have to come out in some negative or distorted way. So only when you deny letting it be what it is, does it distort into something toxic and makes you feel that you have something less than someone else rather than letting it remind you that you can have and create anything you want because you are the creator of your own reality and your experience, my love. Okay. Step number two, once you've changed your mindset about jealousy and comparison, being from a negative thing to something that can clarify your desires, I want you to ask yourself where or how does it serve me to use comparison and jealousy to stay small? Where does it serve me? How does it serve me to use comparison and jealousy to stay small and, or to talk me out of going after my desires? Oh, that's something that you probably don't want to have to admit to yourself, but I'm telling you that if you do, you're going to find gold in jealousy and comparison. Are you using jealousy and comparison as a defense mechanism to not realize your own greatness, your own beauty, your own orgasmic potential, your own radiance and magnetism? Maybe you have wounds around being seen and heard and living as big and bold as you desire. And then when you see 
someone else who isn't living in the small box that you have put yourself in. And it's like, oh my God, she's actually going after what she wants. She's doing her thing in the world. She's living full on out. She's adorning her body in the ways that feel amazing to her. She's super embodied in her sensuality and sexuality, right? Well, that's all because she has learned to take up space. She has learned that it's safe to be magnetically sexy and maybe you have not. So if it scares you, then you'll use comparison and jealousy to make you feel smaller than her. You are not smaller than her. You're just using this to keep yourself small because you don't feel safe being big and bold and putting yourself out there and living full out. So we think we're comparing and feeling jealous because we think there's something wrong with us. This is not true. We just do this to continue to stay small, to tell ourselves, well, we can't go after what we want because then I might have to, I might lose friendships. I might not belong in my family anymore. I might lose my partner. And there's all of this fear that you actually benefit from uh, by staying small. And then you don't have to face the fear. So when you see another woman living full out, being incredibly desirous, sensual, orgasmic, maybe you see the way she moves and you're just like, oh my God, how does she even move her body like that? (laughs) Then you see her taking up space. You see her feeling worthy to move and to be and to express how she wants to express and to really go after what she wants. And if that triggers you, that's because you're afraid of doing that yourself, which leads me to the third step for overcoming comparison and jealousy of other women. How does it benefit you? What is the payoff of not recognizing your greatness, your beauty, your radiance, your talents? What's the payoff of not being incredibly orgasmic or magnetic or whatever it is that you're jealous of or comparing yourself over. Wow. If you think about orgasmic, let's talk about that. Uh, I have been in workshop spaces and retreats um, as an extremely energy sensitive person and someone who's multi-orgasmic. I have made other sex coaches uh, extremely uncomfortable with how easy it is for me to get into an orgasmic state. And it has made them jealous. It has triggered them. It has made them compare themselves. And I also understand that that's not mine, (laughs) that, you know, I'm just reflecting to them what it is they're not yet willing to receive, that they're not available to receive right now. So how does it pay off for you to not be or allow yourself to be incredibly orgasmic, for example? In this case, if you're not incredibly orgasmic, what's the benefit? How do you benefit from this? Maybe by you not being incredibly orgasmic, then you don't have to feel pressured to have sex. Maybe if you're not incredibly orgasmic, then your partner won't want you and make advances at you all of the time. And then because you don't really know how to say no or to honor your body as a no, then you don't have to do that. You don't have to give in. So you've cut off unconsciously your orgasmic nature 
in order to avoid the situation in the first place. Oh, wow. You see how that goes? <laughs> All right. Take being radiant, for example. Maybe you're single. And how does it pay off to not feel radiant? How does that benefit you? Maybe by not being radiant, you keep yourself from attracting the person of your dreams. Because if you attracted the person of your dreams, you might actually get it and then he might go away or you'll actually get the relationship that you want and then not have the freedom to do as you please with your time, your free time all the time. And maybe as a kid or a little girl, you felt that you never had time to yourself to be free and really do what you wanted to do. So if it comes between you attracting a partner and you having time for yourself to be creative and, you know, do whatever you wanted to do, then somewhere you're choosing the, I'm going to take time for myself and I'm going to do, I'm going to focus on me instead of attracting the relationship that I really want. So in order to do that, you cut off your radiance. So you don't have to, um, deny or reject invitations for dates all the time, or you don't have to say no to people who are interested in you. All right. So let's recap the three ways that you can shift your mind around comparison and jealousy of other women so that it doesn't have to be some toxic, terrible experience. And it can be actually empowering to help you understand what it is you want and help you get there quicker so that it can bring up all of these unconscious things going on in ourself that aren't serving us anymore so that we can move towards more of what we want. The first step is to shift your mindset from comparison and jealousy being negative to something that helps you clarify your desires. The second step is to ask yourself, where does it serve me to use comparison and jealousy to stay small and talk me out of going after my goals and desires? And the third is to ask yourself, what is the payoff for not recognizing that thing already within myself, whether it be your orgasmic nature, your greatness, your radiance, your talents, your beauty, your magnetism, whatever. All right, my loves. I know this is a big one for a lot of you, but it really is simple. The more that you practice it. If you are interested in diving deep into your own healing journey around your sexuality and self-love your relationship with who you are, then the Centrally Embodied Woman Journey is the program that I offer to help you break through all of your blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection. And every couple of weeks, we start another cohort. All you need to do to get started is to head to the Centrally Embodied Woman page on my website at www.tillystorm.com forward slash essentially dash embodied dash woman. And it is an application only process. So if you want all of the details, you'll have to take the quiz and apply. And if we feel that you might be a good fit, then you will be invited to book a call with my assistant coach and she will help determine if the program is right for you. And if it is, then she will give you all of the details of the program. Again, all you need to do to go on that journey and to get started now is to head to www.tillystorm.com and then go to the Essentially Embodied Woman page from the Work With Me tab. Thank you so much for joining and please don't forget to rate and review the podcast so we can spread all of the goodness in this little slice of heaven that we call the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast to others. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week. Bye.